Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. are on here say hi team live or team replay put it down below because we want to know because this is the first maybe only <laughs> we haven't decided yet bonus 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 i can't go any lower bonus episode of gratitude it is dun 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 okay instagram you know i think instagram's down because it's not working anyway we're so excited to share this bonus episode with all of you and we're going to get into it because there is a lot that we wanted to talk about and it all you know relates to how you're feeling what you're going through right now as an SPT and just a lot of real talk we're going to give you guys the real talk tonight and we are just telling it from the heart we're not trying to you know, be like super <laughs> aggressive about it, but we just want to let you know what we've been seeing, what questions that we've been getting and want to address them here. So, you know, as well, and, uh, let's dive into it. All right, guys, what can you do about your student debt crisis? This is a big difference between America's debt crisis. And I don't know if you guys know this. Thank you for hopping on live, Brenna and Cassidy and Chanel. If you guys are on live, say hi. Oh, and F Scott, thanks for coming on. What do you think is the current in America, the America's student debt crisis? And keep in mind, this includes only federal student loans right now. What is the number of total federal student loans right now in America? What would your guess be? Gabby, did you look at the notes that I had for this? Do you already know? I do know. Okay, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> do you guys think it is in the millions, hundreds of millions, billions, hundreds of billions, trillions? I don't know what's after that. Quadrillions. <laughs> I don't know what's after that. <laughs> okay, it's not in the quadrillions. <laughs> Leah says billions. Okay. Good. Any That's other guesses? Good guess. That is not is not billions. Chanel, a little lower. It is in the trillions. A little lower than two trillion. Unless this, you know, this statistic I think was 2019. So I don't know about 2020. So maybe it is two trillion. I don't know. We are at 1.5 trillion T-R-I Leon trillion dollars just in federal student loans in America. That's not counting private loans. That's not counting your grad plus loans. That's not counting whatever other loans you have going on right now. I just want to like pause and let that sink in for a second because I can't even imagine like that number, like that big of a number right now. And it's kind of crazy because many of you will hear what I'm about to say and be like, that's not true. But the student loans aren't the reason there's a student debt crisis. 
Anyone know what I'm saying here? Anybody like, yes, I understand. Student loans are not the reason there's a student debt crisis. What do you think it is? You have to think about it for a second. Yeah, think about it. And of course, there's a lot of reasons, right? We're not trying to get into all the reasons today. The point of today is to show what you guys can do about your student debt crisis, okay? We just wanna get into the background of this. But student loans are not the reason there is a student debt crisis in America. Oh, Leah says, higher rate after school. That could be. Mm -hmm. Chanel says, corporate capitalism. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's not what I'm thinking of though. Thanks for coming on, Katrina. And I know there are more of you on. Say hi. We can't necessarily see all of you. <laughs> so the real problem is the lack of education, the lack of information, or any kind of support systems in place to help students make informed decisions about their own education. Anyone else agree? Put like a, a hand up, like a raising hand or, or I don't know. I'm doing hand motions, but those of you listening on the podcast can't see me. Thank you, Chanel. <laughs> he knew what I meant. <laughs> How many of you took a class in high school or college about finances? Was that even presented to you of hey, this is a class that's going to teach you, all of us, like, we want to know, was there anything in high school or college? I know for me, I didn't have that. There was nothing to teach you financial education, none of that. Sarah, I don't know about you. Did you have that? So in high school, I had one, like, really simple financial education education class where we learn like what are your fixed expenses and how do you write in your checking book like physical checking book <laughs> um i don't know if anyone else has had that i don't use a checking book i just use mint.com we are not sponsored by them i just really like it um and so it's not something i have used in my adult life at all leah says never I'm glad we're not the only ones here. Chanel says basic econ or economics, barely an understanding on debt and overall countries, economy and stock market. Exactly. Nothing for personal finances. Oh yeah. And in college, definitely. So here's the thing. You go to high school, the expectation quote unquote, most of the time is, oh, now I'm going to go to college. Like, what am I going to do next? And that's it. Nobody is telling you how much college is going to cost you, how much you may have to sacrifice, how much you, how much different your life could be if you didn't simply accept the norms of tons of debt in your life. And you know what people are calling our generation specifically, the millennials, and they, we're speaking to all the millennials out there. We know there's um, some of our friends who are in different generations, but for millennials in general, what do you think? <laughs> Lots of terms. <laughs> people are calling us. And think of it more just like we've been talking about with just 
always like on the go, stress. Um, what what does that lead to? Stress, overwhelm, um, overcommitting. The what blank generation. The blank generation. What do you guys think? And you could fill this in with a lot of other funny things, but. <laughs> So we hear this from a lot of students and, you know, we've, we've gone through our own forms of this, but the burnout generation, burnout generation, like, and the reason why is because of the financial stress, because of all of this debt that we've accumulated. Now we're trying to start a family, buy a house. Um, you know, dealing with mortgages and, and all of these old adulting, as we call it, adulting things. And we have no, no financial education about it formally. And, and that's just leading to stressing ourselves out, figuring out what the heck am I going to do about all of this? And, and that's why we've been called the burnout generation. And think about it. Like, it does make sense. <laughs> Look, and honestly, there's no way we could have an accurate financial education formally right now because who's going to teach us? Nobody has gone through this moment except for us. We are the ones taking charge of our financial education right now. We cannot be relying on people who like 50 years ago, it was easy to buy a house. You went to college, you got a house, you got married, you had kids, you had a good life. You didn't have to worry about not having a job that paid you enough to pay off your student loans to allow you to even have the safety net of some kind of financial net to have a family, to get married, to get a house, get a puppy, to go travel, to, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. Can I tell you guys a short story? Is that okay? I just hit my microphone. Is that okay? Can I tell you guys a short story here? Um, when I, after I was waitlisted the second time for the same PT school, so I had been applying to PT school for, I had already applied for two separate cycles. So this was my second try to get into PT school after applying to so many schools, literally denied from 18 schools over the course of two cycles. And I had accepted that I was never going to go to PT school. Obviously I did. I'm here talking to you guys. But at the time, this was actually, it was like May of 2018. This was a little bit over two years ago, just a little. And I looked at my finances then. I had no student debt. I had time. I was not stressed. And I actually thought to myself, you know, I would be okay if I did not become a physical therapist. Did anyone feel that before? Has anyone been in that position or know somebody who was like, I think I might be okay with not being in all of that debt because the debt defers people from pursuing their dreams. And that was during my gap year. And I thought to myself, this was to justify why I was quitting on PT. I justified it by saying, what else could I do with $100,000 plus? That's the little plus sign. More than $100,000, what would I do with that? Mm. 
what are some of the things that you can do with a hundred thousand dollars? What would you guys do with that? Oh my God. If you had all the money that you spent on your education in cash, what would you do with it? Hmm. I certainly would not be renting an apartment anymore. <laughs> I would go get a cabin in the middle of the mountains in the woods by lake and buy all the puppies. Thank you, Leah. I would get the puppies. I would go get married. I would go travel the world. I would maybe even have a family sooner than I am now because the financial part and the time commitment and all of these things that come with PT school makes that a challenge. And of course, that's not everybody's situation. I'm just telling you what my thoughts were. Mm. I could tell you, I would definitely travel, buy a house, and and live, have two houses on the beach and in the woods because I I have to have both. <laughs> Ooh, one in Hawaii and one in the mountains of Alaska. So you have a summer home and a winter home. Perfect. <laughs> Anyone else? That's yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like, have you thought about this? You know, we talk about going into PT school and our why is so important and there's so much connected to that. But when you really look down and when you went through that financial um, entry exam, you know, even for undergrad and knowing like, okay, yes, I'm going to have, you know, you may have undergrad debt. You may have gotten all scholarships and paid for. Um, you're good. But going into PT school, we we knew what we, we were getting ourselves into. And thinking, like, what could I have done with all this money and all this debt and all this interest that I've accrued? Because when you think about it, it is a lot of money. It is six it, six figures. And it's just, it's so crazy. And it's something, just think about that for yourselves. Um, really reflect and think like, what can I do with the money that I'm in debt right now? So many things that we talked about, buying a house, traveling, what would it be for you? And I do want to point out, obviously, this is not unique to physical therapy. We are not here to say, oh my God, don't go into PT. It's a trap. That is not what we're here to say at all. This is a problem in med school. This is a problem in pharmacy school. This is a problem in so many healthcare professions and grad school in general, because especially with med school, you know, they're set up differently, right? Of course, they're going to make more after graduation, but they go through a residency. And in that period, they don't make very much money. So if your short-term solution to you avoiding PT because you don't want to pay all of the debt and you think you're not going to pay it off later, if the short-term solution to that is, oh, I'm just going to go to med school, that isn't necessarily the answer either. Of course it is if that's what you actually want to do. But if it's just because of the money, don't do it. <laughs> like, look at what you're doing. PT, PT school does not choose to charge as much as it does. It's about the state. It's about the taxes. It's about like the school, the institution itself. And it's about the supply and demand and the status of getting a doctorate degree and all of these other things is why it costs you that much to go to PT school. You can't blame the director of the program. You can't blame your professors. You can't just complain all the time about, oh my God, PT school costs so much. I'm just going to complain about it and not look for any solutions. 
And that brings us to a good point because, you know, so many people, and as you all know, if you are a part of any big groups, um, like there's one specific group that I am referring to and you just see so many people in it um, from seasoned PTs 20 years out to, you know, less than a year, um, just took their boards today. So congrats to anybody who just took their boards today. And, you know, they talk about and complain, just like we said. So why, why would you take advice or just say like, oh, this has to be my situation. And you're, you're saying like, you know, <laughs> listening to them, it's giving you more of that negative mindset. It's saying like, oh, I'm never going to be able to pay off my debt. Oh, I'm never going to be able to buy a house, start a family, whatever it is for you. So why listen to those people? If they don't know, if they haven't figured it out, if they haven't invested in themselves, the money, the time, then why would you listen to someone who's definitely doing something you don't want to do? And you want that financial freedom and you want that time freedom for yourself and for your future family and just time so you're not burnt out. You're hearing all of these things about PTs like less than a year out of coming, coming out of school. They're taking the job that they're taking the job that lowballs them and they're just saying, okay, this is my situation now because I'm letting someone dictate how my, like what my income is. And we already know the debt to income ratio. So why would you listen to these people? And that's one thing because, you know, we've been seeing it so much and that's why we stress so much about investing in yourself, investing in people in connections and investing in people who are doing what you want to do for your life to have that financial freedom, to have that time freedom. And so that's one thing we really wanted to stress. And Sarah, that's a big thing that gets us really fired up and, and going because we're so passionate about it. And that's why we, you know, as students right now, we want to help you all so much be out of the situation and be out of debt and just be debt free coming out of school. How many of you have heard from PTs or students that they're burnt out? Please put burnt out below. Burnout, burnt out. I don't know. However you want to put that, two Ts. Like that is something we hear all the time. Why are we simply accepting that we are the burnt out generation? Why are we simply accepting the massive amounts of loans in order to pursue our dreams? Why are we accepting the, these things as normal that previous generations, you know, have never had to deal with. Yeah. She feels like burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout. Exactly. I heard this all the time and it was very sad to see PTs who they were new grads. Uh, when I was, you know, working at an outpatient private practice clinic as an aide, and it was a high volume clinic and these new grad PTs would accept a lowball offer because they wanted to be that outpatient ortho. They were really excited about it. They got there, they worked a few months and they were done because they were literally seeing like 20 to 30 patients in a day. And that's ridiculous and should never happen. Why are we accepting these? 
Ooh, Leah, because we see ourselves as helpless and get in a routine of feeling bad for ourselves and can't see a way out. So we accept it. Damn straight. That's it. Spot on. Guys, stop living a life based on the people who you are looking at, who are living a life that you don't want. Just stop. (laughs) And there's a reason to be surrounding yourselves by people who are complaining about the problem and are not searching for the solutions. Hmm. So instead of just, like we said, passively complaining or just feeling bad and feeling like sorry for ourselves, go ahead. Like this is your, this is your life. This is your journey. Actively seek the people, actively seek who you want to, like who you want to be. And whether that is like working for yourself or if you're working for an employer, but the biggest thing we want to stress to all of you is the reflections of other people who you, that's not what you want to do. If you're looking in the mirror and you're seeing someone that you don't want to be, then don't follow them. Don't follow what they're saying. But if you're looking in the mirror and you see someone and you're like, I want that, then those are the people to reach out to And there are students right now who are doing just that. They are cutting their debt in half. They are literally debt-free, are going through school without any debt. Imagine that 150K to zero. Six figures to zero. If that's what you want, if you are serious about that, start following those people. Start asking them questions. PTs, SPTs, pre-PTs, there are pre-PTs doing this right now. And pre-PTs, like we know some incredible students before even starting PT school who are setting themselves up so well to when they do start, they're not gonna be in six figures of debt. They're gonna literally be cutting their debt in half when they start. And if that's for you, then start following those people. And that's why we talk about it so much. And we want to give you the resources and the people who we know. So you can, you can be that, but. mm. Mm. Guys, it's time. Take your career into your own hands and stop just accepting what someone else decides you are valued at. Not what the hospitals say you're valued at, not what your CI says you're valued at, not when you graduate and you like start leasing your license to the hospital. You say, I finally did this thing, take my license, bill on my behalf, and then pay me a small portion of it, of what I have worked so hard for and stop saying you're not smart enough. You're not good enough, blah, 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 blah. You don't have enough money. You're feeling burnt out and stop accepting the lowball offers and start believing that you are a valuable human being. You are a valuable student and let's all build each other up in this time and help each other out. And like Matthew said, we're going into a time that really has never happened before. Literally PT school in a pandemic. This is insanity. And there is so much more in the world going on right now. There are students quitting on themselves. They're saying, I don't want to do PT anymore because this is too hard during a pandemic. 
And of course, everyone's situation is different. I'm not here to say like, that's a bad thing to do. Of course, some people right now, maybe that's the best thing for them to do because they can finally not be so stressed out. They can have time to recenter and see what they're really wanting out of PT instead of going through the motions automatically, day in and day out, eat, study, sleep, repeat, eat, study, sleep, repeat, over and over and over for seven years or longer. And that's why we put together what is going on on Sunday. So what's happening Sunday, Gabby? So Sunday, we are having the first ever event in history for students like you, SPTs and pre-PTs, coming together in one event called the Halfway to Debt-Free Summit, virtual summit, and it is happening Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. So in just a few days, and we will tell you, we, we see the back end of things and there are hundreds of people signed up. We are over 200 right now, and it's just gonna be more in the next few days. And so this has never been done before. This is not like a CSM, this is not like, a conference that, a PT conference that you may have been to. We are teaming up with Casey and Joseph of Free PT Grind and Sarah and I with gratitude to bring you all this one, one time, well, this event right now, it's gonna be having incredible speakers who are doing, doing the damn thing right now. They have grad, graduated PT school off of scholarships, debt-free. They are cutting their debt in half right now they're paying cash for a semester of PT school. And if you want to learn from those people, and if you're like, yes, like I want that, I want to learn how to do that. I want to have the direction and a starting point. If you're like, well, that sounds nice, but I don't know where to start. Us too, we wouldn't know either. So be there August 2nd. And right now for all of you, we have 25% off of the, of the whole event. The event is $47 and right now it is about $32. Would you spend $32 or $47 on an event that was going to change your whole mindset, your mind be blown by so many speakers? Investing that little compared to investing over 150K, like, I don't even know what the percentage of that is, but it's probably like zero, zero, zero point one. <laughs> but think about it. Like, just sign up, guys. This is, if you're already signed up, say signed up because you will be getting some uh, information over the next few days. Guys, we are having a DJ for this event. Guys, like, it's going to be a party. Let's be uh, honest. This is not supposed to emulate school. We are done. We are tired of sitting in online Corona University all the time. We are not making this like that at all. Okay, that's not the plan here. The plan is to give you actionable things to inspire you, to connect you to people who are doing the damn thing and connect you all to each other. You guys are all here helping each other. Pre-PTs, SBTs. We're a huge community here and we're here to help each other up. Okay, so I spent more on that on Chipotle in the last two months, okay? <laughs> Seriously, guys, like, go sign up. We'll have the link, and you've probably been seeing it, so go to our page, go to Pre-PT Grinds, 
The link is there. It's literally www. Okay, write this down. It's super easy. www.halfway to debtfree.com. Halfway, H A L F W A Y. Halfway to debtfree.com. Halfway to T O. T O, yes. <laughs> so it will take you to the page. Go sign up. And seriously, if you're not there Sunday, I don't know what you're doing. If you're on Facebook and you're like, oh, what are all these like posts and hashtags? This hashtag, Debt Free Summit, if you're seeing that and you're not in it, then you're going to have serious FOMO. Not going to lie. Serious FOMO. Oh my God, guys. Thanks for listening in our bonus episode. We will be releasing this tonight on the podcast, but for all of you on live, thanks for coming on and we will catch up with you on Sunday. We will see you there. So freaking excited. And guys, this is going to be so epic. We will see you on Sunday and have a great rest of your night. Bye guys. Thanks for hopping on. Do you feel like it's impossible to cut your debt in half? Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and trapped by your student loan debt or don't even know where to start? We have the event for you. We have collaborated with Pre-PC Grind, Casey and Joseph to host the most epic event for SPTs and pre-PTs to come together from around the world all in one place. We are bringing to you the Halfway to Debt-Free Virtual Summit. You can check it out at Halfway to Debt-Free. That's Halfway, T-O, Debt-Free.com. Use the code at checkout to get a massive discount on your tickets to the virtual event. We'll see you August 2nd, 2020 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Can't wait to see you all there. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.